Live from Las Vegas, this is the Wayne Coy Show. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We got Monday out of the way. That's good. And Tuesday has arrived, and with it comes probably my favorite studio guest uh, next to... Well, actually, he is my favorite studio guest. I was thinking there was somebody else that I liked having in here better, but no offense, man. Please don't be mad at me. Do you promise? Okay, but do you promise not to be mad at me? You do. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> I promise. All right. Um, I, I always have to check with Justin because when we start the show, what he does, which I appreciate, I want you to know this, is he hangs out long enough just to make sure everything's working. Are we good? I think we're fine. Okay. So as I was saying, my favorite guest is uh, Kirby Schofield, and he's back after a weekend of baseball in San Diego. Hey, Kirby. Hey, what's up? Good, man. What are you doing? Are you live streaming? Uh, no. Nope. Are you live streaming the live stream? Got the update. The market. Oh, very good. pulled up. Never stop working, do you? <laughs> okay. So, Kirby, uh, last time you were here, we got a bunch of questions, but after you left. Oh, cool. So do you mind if we uh, tack some of those? Let's rock them. Okay. All right. So first thing somebody wants to know, is it possible to buy a home for less than 3% down? I say no. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. This is why you're here, because you're the real <laughs> estate guy. All right. Go ahead. Uh, so one, uh, thank him for thank you for their service and their family members. Uh, VA is one hundred percent. But what if they're not? No, VA. If they're not VA, yes, then there is a one percent conventional loan that just came out, and there's also a three percent conventional. Really? But other than that, there's going to be certain criteria with those though: yeah. credit score, down, uh, time at job, all kinds of stuff like that. But normally, yes, it's three percent is where conventional starts. The most general ones, three and a half percent for your FHA. And then uh, 100%, though, always the VA. And uh, VA, though, uh, that can be the person who was a veteran, but also their family member. Hmm. Um, and uh, they get a certificate that it doesn't, like, they don't, they can't, they don't just have to buy one home. So, like, say you have 500000 in eligibility. Or it's unlimited right now. Eligibility is based off your income and what you can afford as a as an um, a service member. Hang on one second. Yep. Nick, pay attention. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So, say they have eligibility of five hundred thousand, and they use three hundred thousand buy a house. They still have two hundred thousand left yeah. that they can still buy another home. And with that five hundred thousand, say that three hundred thousand dollar house they sell, that goes back onto their eligibility. Okay. Yep. All right. Question number two, Kirby, my house has dropped considerably in value in the last three months. Should I panic? It hasn't dropped in value. The premium that people were paying six months ago. So the Fed, when it shifted in June, homes say were 500000 was what the comps were and what the appraisers were putting them at. But they were selling for five fifty because buyers were paying almost a 10% premium minimum over the appraised value out of pocket. Okay. When it shifted, it just went back to the 500,000 number. And then that 500,000 number actually has us uh, increased since then the actual value. Right. So in the last three months, your property actually should have increased why it decreased. I would ask them to call us so we can re- look into that. Okay. Cause chances are, they're not reading the numbers the right way. Yeah, they're looking at maybe solds of last year or up till, and not even up to June. So you got to think the Fed shifted in June, but how many homes were in escrow during that time? 30, 60, 90 days to close still, not until September possibly, but locked into the price that people put into contract before the shift. Okay. So 
that's where the three months could have been, they're thinking. But that was now what and what I'm going to talk to tomorrow on the news, too, about is our market has shifted in the last two weeks. I've been seeing it for three months where we are back to uh, bidding wars on some homes. Multiple offers. Getting into the next question yep. here. Okay, okay, go ahead. And some homes are going uh, above appraisal again on who's winning the bid. Right. So it's because our inventory decreased. So we went from, we're about 1.7 months when it was craziness last March, April, May. And then we went to the Fed, hit, all the sellers dropped their listings in. So we had an increase in listings of everybody who's sitting on the fence. We kind of went through that inventory now. And we had, but when it went where the rates were going up and stuff was sitting, it was only sitting for 60 days versus 30 days. So really just two months more. But we had just had so many people listing that what was happening was our inventory went up to four months, which sounds okay. Two months to four months. That sounds like a lot, but a normal standard market nationally that shifts from a buyer to sellers is yeah. six months. Vegas is a different animal than always has been. So Vegas, it's kind of that four-month mark where you see it goes from a seller's market where it's four months or less, and then it raises to – and then it goes to a buyer's once it's over four months. But right now we're at 1.8 months in uh, as our report last month. This month, we're going to be less probably. And I'll go through the numbers here. I, I've been, I track them every week. Why is that? Uh, because buyers, I think a lot of it was hype and people were scared of the rates, but mm-hmm. people are still going to, like I said on the last show. Well, people, they got, they got, didn't they get lulled into a false reality by them false. being so low for so long? So I mean, yeah, that was histo- like right now they're still historically lower than they've been historically, right. but it was a crazy rate thing and everybody kind of went on the fence, but buyers are still buying. Mm-hmm. Sellers are still selling. Otherwise, why did we? Now decrease inventory again. Yeah. And like our inventory in the last, I'll just go through numbers real quick. These are fresh numbers. These fresh numbers. So from seven, the last two weeks, um, I have both numbers because I was gone last week. Um, uh, we were doing a conference, but they kind of mirror each other. So it's staying steady the same. So in the last seven days up till today at 3.15 p.m., uh, sold 624 versus 611 the week before, so pretty even. Okay. 714 versus 776 listed. That was also Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron's home run numbers. Just oh, that's saying. funny. Weird. <laughs> Baseball. Yeah. And uh, so you got to think, okay, well, there's 150 more listings there, but here's what you got to look at. How many are pending? So in the last week, 1,035 versus 959 went pending. Uh, the week before that was 959 so versus 1,008. So more. Uh, almost 200 more. 20 per, 20%... So we have about 100 more listings, but we have 200 more pending. Pending. So you have to think in 30 to 60 days from now, that's going to decrease that inventory even more. Yeah. And it's been trending that way. And what we did during the shift that people got smart with in the different programs was like buy downs, 2-1 buy down, where there was special lending out there where you could get – uh, the loan, but the rate would be bought down and you'd have the seller pay for a year, points. right? Uh, it's like a year or two year. They had different programs. Okay. Yeah. And it was based off your credit and then off the loan that you're doing. But if you're a buyer on the fence right now, you gotta get out there and offer because it's inventory is inventory, supply and demand. That's next question here. So 1.8 month. I think we're going to be about what we were last year. The difference is not the killer rate. So the homes cost more now. Yes. Mm-hmm. The money is not as cheap, but it does not mean that demand is not there. Demand's there. Our 
Yeah, as you know, we get a ton of leads with Zillow and Facebook and Google. So our and the Wayne Coy show and the Wayne Coy show. Yes. yes. So like my my business is uh, because we are such a lead generator uh, and partner with Zillow. We are we can track how the consumer is going. So if this was happening and my leads were decreasing, which I'll tell you a weird story. Last year, we were about twice the connections January, February, March. Then April, it started decreasing. Zillow already saw it happening. Why? Uh, the consumer felt something was going to happen with the Fed before it happened. Because just the general consumer was already pulling the reins back then. And our connections, what we were able to get just off of how many clicks are going, mm-hmm. had decreased. Well, our that con- makes sense then, if you follow the numbers. Yeah. And we maintained those numbers until about September. And then September, we started getting increase in our connections that we were receiving. And now they've stayed steady for the last three months, same as this market. So that means the same amount, the buyer pool is not diminishing. We are still, yeah, I think if there is 1.7 months of homes on there and say it's 3,000, 3,200 homes or something out there available. And there what? so that's a difference too. So last year, this time, 1.7 months was like 1,700 homes. Now it's like 3,200. Okay. But you got to think my office alone, which I mean, we are 38th in the state, but I'm not. There's big giant franchise out there with thousands of agents. Yeah. Thousands of people are getting leads everywhere. Yeah. My office alone gets 1,400, 1,400 average new clients a month. So if I'm getting 1,400 out of just my office and you hear those numbers, they're going to be buying something. So it's moving. Um, if you're a seller, uh, two kind of choices there. I talked about on the news last week was... Some people, you may be able to price high right now, um, depending on your neighborhood and if that's your, if you're the only homeless or you, you have something You may special. be able to appraise high? Uh, no, price it higher, price like how high. we did a year ago. Uh, but if there's competition, you have to be competitive with who your neighbors are, the comps. And that's where a realtor comes in. Right. Like, get the numbers, look at what's actually on the market, yeah. look at what's actually sold. And if you, uh, where you get hurt sometimes is, correct me if I'm wrong, but if, if they can't find the comps, Right? To oh, yeah. sell your house for what it really should sell for, it's almost like you have to wait. Um, what we, so how I've always done it, Vegas, we're lucky. Vegas is honestly very uh, tracked home, mm-hmm. very cookie cutter. So the, usually you can pull a comp, two, two to three homes in the same neighborhood, same size. So, and I'm saying like a two story is different than a one story, even if they're in the same neighborhood. You got it. Those are different prices, but we always go by the price per square foot, except right. for last year. Last year was magic prices. No matter what I did on comps, <laughs> there's like my agents come to me and seller would be like, uh, they'd be like, so this, this, this. I'm like, whatever they want to do. I, yeah. I, I can't give you data right now. Like magic prices. Yeah. There's is magic prices. I think where we're going be at now is kind of what we wore it's 2013 i remember um 2012 2013 when the stopped and everything we kind of had a decrease in inventory and same thing so uh, things were selling you could sometimes get more but it was depending if the house was that special or mm-hmm. not or if you have the time so if you have the time to sit on the market if our inventory is low you're saying as a as a seller Seller, not as a buyer. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a seller yeah. and you want a price high because you're stuck on a price. Right. And you're not hurting and you can stay. You don't have to Wait. move because of a job or your house because you had a baby and you move anyway. If you can wait, just sign a longer listing agreement, hopefully with us as an agent. Yeah. Because if our 
inventory continues this way and the prices continue to appreciate, you're going to catch up to the price you want sure. eventually. Or that neighborhood of those homes and that price point are going to diminish where you are the only home left in that buyer pool. Um, that's when those offers get up. That yeah. yeah, that's where it skyrockets. Or what I always tell people is what you list your home is is not what you have to accept the offer at. So if everybody's listed in the neighborhood at Five hundred thousand. Let's go with that number. Our, our our FHA loan limit right now is five twelve max that you can get to. Okay, it's like four ninety four, but with your three and a half down, it's like five twelve. So say five hundred. If you're at five hundred thousand, but there is three other homes listed five hundred four, five hundred three, five hundred five, whatever. Listed four ninety eight doesn't mean you have to take four ninety eight. Right, you're just going to get more offers. Possibly be able to sell or counter off them, multiple counter them. Sure. Do it correctly because that will happen. Yep. And that way you can not only get the higher price that you're wanting, but also have backup offers in yep. case something goes on with your inspection appraisal, that buyer doesn't have the money different, stuff like that. So it happens. Yeah. yeah. And so as far as our market, super strong. It, it kind of blows my mind too, because I've been doing this 13 years and everybody always says the market's hot when it's a seller's market. But why isn't it hot when it's a buyer's market? Right. You would think that that means hot as well. I think, right? and that's why I said on our show last time, like it's a hot market no matter what, what a buyer or seller is just depending on how you're playing it. But yeah. except for the crash of 2008 and all that kind of stuff due to the REO and the fake loans, fake money, the loans now are real money. That's not happening anymore. No. They're not giving you a loan because you have a, a pulse. No. It, it, the thing back then was the verifications of an employment and deposits that were right. all fake and like it was all done fake. Where this the thing is 2017 October when TRID, T-R-I-D, came out and it changed the laws on... TRIDs are for kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like rabbit. truth and... It's got to be what truth is it? Disclosure. Yeah, truth, residential, something, disclosure. And that's where you got the three-day – they have to send the uh, settlement statement three days before you can actually close now, all that kind of stuff. And right. that changed the game. And the reality is I always tell buyers too, like everybody's always uh, – buying a house is going to be – um when I bought my house, different because I'm – that's what I do. So mm-hmm. I knew everything was going to happen. It was a piece of cake, like breeze. I didn't even think right. about it. I knew what was coming. I per- I offered right. I didn't stress on the stuff that I shouldn't stress well, on. Cause it, it's, but you're it, Kirby. Because me. Yeah. But normal buyers, what we see going through, and I always had to coach them when I was in the field, was the first thing always is getting approved. What can you actually buy? Mm-hmm. Second, and accepting. That's what you can buy. That's what the bank's going to give you in money. That's what you can buy. Right. Second is... Do you find, find that people don't want to do that? Like, even uh, though you can tell them that, they're still saying, yeah, uh, but I want that. The biggest thing is don't look at a rate on bankrate.com or hear what the news is saying because your credit and your job and your history is apples and oranges to everybody else. Sure. Makes it unique. Yeah. So you need to talk to a lender. Ours is Robert Coomer Group. Um, they... Our, our partner, huge, awesome, treat you like family. And the best thing to do is talk to them because you need to know what you're going, what you're actually going to be able to go up to the bat with. Yeah. And with that, a big thing with where the market is possibly changing to is if it's a home that you're wanting that you may have to pay more, you got to know how much money you have down. Can you pay over appraisal? Sure. Uh, are you not going to be able to get the seller closing costs? Do you have that amount? And a lot of people make the mistake where they think, okay, three and a half percent down. Let's just take that number. So, Say on five hundred thousand, was that three times five? Like seventeen thousand, eighteen thousand dollars. 
it's really double that because you need your closing costs too, unless mm-hmm. you're getting the seller pay it. And that's not happening as much as it was for the last three months. Yeah, that was the time sellers. So the seller who the price diminished really what they could have been experiencing was if you take that five hundred thousand dollar house that people were paying fifty grand premium plus you didn't have to pay closing costs. In the last three months or six months, the last three months it started heating up again. Um, so say September to December, that $500,000 house, you'd be listed at five, you get five, you wouldn't be able to get above, above appraisal, but you'd also be paying closing costs 18 grand. So you're really getting like 480. Yes. Yeah. Versus the 550 and not paying closing costs. Mm-hmm. But the actual value of the home was the same. It's kind of like that bottle of water is the same price. You get it from the wholesale. Now what the stadium selling at versus what the airport versus the guy on the corner or but it's still the, the same bottle of water. That same bottle of water is that same wholesale value. And yeah. that's what that value was. And it does increase with inflation just like everything does, just like homes appreciate. Yeah. But it does not mean that price because the demand was low at the stadium or at best thing is say like a flea market or something. And they just change their price. Okay. It's $2 a bottle. Now it's $5 because they're running out and everybody's wanting them. Yeah. That's what happened with our housing market. That bottle of water was still the same price. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know I mean, we're gonna get to Mark's question. Yeah, but before I do, I have a question. Yes, is this in terms of rank around the country? Is this considered one of the better real estate markets? Because I heard that today, and I was like, hmm. Because I'm thinking the Bay Area, where everything is stupid expensive so, and always goes up, up, up. So back to like just like I said, what's a hot market? So yeah. what's better? Yeah, I, I'm looking at it from the buyer's perspective. So buyer's perspective, I think, uh, so hot, uh, since I've been in it since 2010, um, we've always been a hot price just because of price. Because yeah. even though we are at 500000 now for our FHA, that's still a lot less than a lot of other places yeah. uh, with the amenities and lifestyle you can have here and with no income tax. Okay. Because you go to Texas, yeah, you may be able to get a house, may, well, not in the newer cities that have blown up. Austin and all of them have blown up, so they're just like us on price. Mm-hmm. But you're going to pay higher in property tax for the no income. Sure. But the states that were big were or areas since I've been in it that when I do my – when I've been with Zillow and the markets are comparable to us as far as activity, I guess you could say, it's always been Vegas, Phoenix, yeah, um, Florida. Really? Yep. Florida, because huh. no income tax, retirees, and it's always moving, and it, it, you can get a good price there. Um, Maybe because my experience was with Pensacola and the uh, the panhandle there, right? Yeah, you're going to have certain places where it's going to be up. Yeah, I mean, no, I like, mean these prices never went up. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy yeah. a house for $250, yeah, like on the three years side. later, yep. it's still 250 And that's kind of like Midwest, too, where, yeah. where my parents live for a bit, like it. Uh, their home contingent off for six months and that was normal there waiting for the other guy to sell his house. It's yeah. just, and because there was no one, there was no buyers in that market. Vegas, totally different. Yeah. If you price your home right, which is off the historical data of what actually sold, you're going to sell your house. Um, even the million dollar plus homes are selling like hotcakes still. So okay. it's a very aggressive market, but a market that anyone can buy a home if you're qualified. So that's the biggest thing. First thing you gotta do is, Talk to realtor, get connected with, so call one of our team, then get connected to our lender. What would that number be, Kirby? <laughs> you just happen to have it handy? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about 702-766-9538? Yes. Okay. I know that's not your usual number. That's why you didn't just rattle it out. That's my so, special Wayne number. <laughs> special Wayne number, 702-766-9538. And you're not afraid to answer those questions. So if people come to you and they say, hey, 
I don't know this real estate market. I oh, no, hear no, no, you know that it's crazy I, competitive. I love talking about it. And you're cool uh, with that. Yes, I, I I'm a numbers geek, and okay. so is the answer yes. It is one of the hotter and better yes. real estate markets in the country. And all 13 years it has been since I've yeah. been in it. Right. Um, our market's been controlled by laws, like when foreclosure change has been mm-hmm. controlled by the rate changing. Uh, but that didn't stop the market ever. Right. We were always selling. It just when the REOs were, we I know I entered in. I swear it was like seventeen thousand or twenty seven thousand. I don't remember because there's so many homes. There were so many homes on the market that the banks, the REOs, yeah. And then it went to like whew, nothing once they uh, killed REOs off. and short sales. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. we went REOs and then it went the short sale ring, and yeah. it was AB. 301, 284, one of the laws passed that made short sales take forever too because they took like five to seven years. That's why I stayed away, yeah. Yeah, like we, one of my agents' office, we had one REO the other day had like 50 offers on it. Wow. It, that REO wasn't a better home today than the resale homes, whereas in the past it was. So when I got in the game. REO's bank owned, yes. Yes, it means that the person foreclosed, the, went to the courthouse, uh, investor or bidder did not win it. The bank took it back. It went through a servicer. They got it ready to buy. It's just like buying a regular house. Short sale is different because whatever that price is, is make-believe price kind of because the bank every 90 days is going to revalue the home mm-hmm. as they're determining the hardship of that seller to make sure they can actually sell it and take that. Whereas REOs already owned back by the bank, sold by the bank. Your process is the name of normal process like 30 days. But no, there's like one in town. So don't... Listen to the like, freaking what? fake flip shows or like, what do they call it? It's like the, there's the flip shows and the remember that's for TV. And then there's also certain people on the radio commercials, these seminar guys that. Oh, you're going right where I wanted to go in the second half hour already. Uh, so yeah. I want to talk to you about that. Uh, they, and Can they we s- wait on that for a sec? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Just I, want to get to Mark before we forget. I him. get juicy on those. Mark says, I keep getting beat. I'm three offers in and haven't been able to buy a house. What can I do? What is he getting beat on? I, three offers in, meaning he's put three offers in and they're, he's not buying, they're not choosing him. They're choosing somebody else to sell the house to. So I'd have to see the situation because it has to do with maybe uh, his credit or his, no 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 because no? if he's already pre-approved it could just be what he's offering okay it could be what's the trick what do you do one we have to know what you're, you you have available but if you're offering on a three hundred thousand dollar house and there's ten offers on it and you're offering two eighty you're not going to win right if you're offering so you have to be you have to be hyper competitive hyper competitive if you're offering three hundred list price but you're also needing closing costs and the other guys didn't yeah or they said they would pay uh, the seller's closing costs too. There's certain things, and that's why I'm saying this market right now is competitive. Um, we in our office, maybe how we coach and mentor Scope Realty, uh, we are not having that issue. We are getting our offers accepted. But mm-hmm. I'm also very blunt and dry and no. With your buyers? Yes. And yeah. like how we coach, how I coach my team, like we, I, there is no magic answer. Numbers are numbers. So pull the data, look at the data. You got a strong offer, and the biggest thing is communication with the other agents. So a lot of people just throw offers, and you had to a year ago because you had an offer on homes before they even – like the moment they hit the market because they were gone. Um, Right now, we still, I think, have the freedom to have your agent, one of our agents, call the list agent and see how many offers. And a cool thing that's part of our contract now, it's been – Multiple years now, not when I got into it, though, was when I got into it, they weren't allowed 
like if I called the list agent, they weren't allowed to tell us. They could tell me how many offers, but they couldn't tell me the price or where it's at. We added a part in our contract right on the first page of the listing agreement now where we can actually disclose it if the seller allows us, which helps immensely versus the blind shooting offers and not knowing. Yeah. So our agents will call the other agent and just ask them straight up. And if they've marked that, if the seller has said yes, then it just, it makes it easier for the seller, makes it easier for a buyer because versus a Very blind multiple. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got three offers and the highest right now. We got 405 cash. We got a 410 conventional. We got four. 03, whatever FHA bay needs closing costs. Yeah. Okay. So where do I need to be? Where do you think it'll appraise? Stuff like that. Like have uh, communication between agents. So your agent needs to do a little work and ours do to call the other side and see, are we even going to be competitive? Yeah. Because you can get off the phone sometimes be like, you're only qualified for 400, um, Mr. Buyer. They're at 410 in offers, like three of so them. So what do you do? Uh, we offer on the one that's not that one because yeah. that, like, you, it's just you're like, you're not going to get the house. Yeah. It's, it's just like going to a car dealership. And, you know, a lot of dealerships out here, they always do it. It's that, it, they put the one house or one car that's the super deal for sale. Sure. Everybody goes for that one, but it's already sold. And they got the sold sign on it. And so I got a wait list Which of 10 people. It's kind of fishy. I hate when they do that. So, you know, but I there's, feel like it's bait and switch. So, yeah. but there's other cars. Yeah. And so that's where, you got to find the other car or find another dealer that has it where there's plenty of homes though right now. It's just, again, you can buy what you can buy, but the first step finding what you can get qualified for. And when you're making those offers is making them strong and doing communication with that list agent to see um, your agent doing communicating with the list agent to make sure, see how many offers there are, where they're at. So you're not filling out all the paper, getting your hopes up window shopping in your mind that you're going what's going on with this house and just getting rejected. A good agent though, can make all the difference in the world in that scenario. Oh, a thousand percent. Like you said, the numbers are the numbers, but what if your agent doesn't, you know, have the wherewithal to go, I need to ask the questions for my buyer. I need to find out for my buyer. So and, and you're going to get that a lot of with part-time agents, I would say, because they're, it's a referral. They're just doing, they're just trying to get that sale. Yeah. You get someone full-time like our team, they are in it. And also they're in those neighborhoods daily. Um, we do get 1,400 new people a month. So, and we have 75 agents. So they are out there in the neighborhoods. They know what's there. They That's know. It's not 1,400 agents, by the way. That's 14. I would love 1,400 agents. <laughs> we'll take yeah, 1,400. Yeah, I'm sure Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, 1,400 people buying a house. 1,400 people want to buy it. So we, the, we got people in the neighborhoods on the ground, seeing what's available, seeing what's not, and also been in those offers, other ones. So that's what's cool in our office is like tomorrow's our mon- our meeting. And we'll talk about our listings, but we'll also talk, hey, John, uh, John, we'll just say John, John agent here. Hey, guys, I just was in negotiation with this house. Um, we couldn't beat them, but this is where they were at. If anyone has someone looking for this, yeah. our buyer wasn't a, a potential for it. Do you have someone looking for it? Because we already know that's their number. Right. So that's and that synergy that's coming that from synergy, your agency. Yeah, because we're all just trying to get that deal. It's not anyone. And negotiating is just talking, knowing the numbers correctly, making sure you know your buyer's numbers too. Because mm-hmm. an agent that can really mess up your deal, if they don't understand what closing costs are, if they don't understand what normally is paid by a seller, what's normally paid by a buyer, et cetera, when they're writing that offer, they could really mess up the numbers that you get affected later in your deal during the escrow. And now you may be past your contingencies Dig it. Yeah. and you could lose that earnest money. Right. 
Kirby Schofield is with us. Always, always. For me, this is just like, whoa. <laughs> I, I learned so much just talking to you. Uh, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, flipping, we're going to find out yeah. if that's really a thing. And yeah. then the other thing is, if you're out there and you're listening and you're going, well, you know, I've always thought maybe I could be a real estate agent or I'd like to be one. I think uh, I think you might just have an opportunity. So we're going to talk about that, too. When we get back, quick break, we're right back. Hey, listen to this. Share Life Vacations has a special treat for you. It's a free three-day, two-night getaway to either magical Orlando or exciting Las Vegas. It's your choice. Absolutely no strings attached. Share Life will also include a second vacation to your choice of over 30 additional popular resort destinations. Now, we can't give everyone a fantastic prize package like this, so to make it fair, we're going to ask you a trivia question. You get it right, you'll win it all. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. This movie is about a British Secret Service agent who is frozen in time in the 1960s. Was that movie Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery? Press 1. Diamonds are forever. Press 2. Lethal weapon. Press 3. Got it? Well, then call 855-301-8586. 855-301-8586. That's 855-301-8586. My name is Michael Stefanski, and I am the owner and founder of Sin City Custom Suits. Custom clothing concierge. I help gentlemen get into clothes that fit them like they're supposed to that they pick out themselves and we craft together. 600 different suit fabrics to pick from, about 40 measurements to make sure the suit's gonna fit you right. Then we decide, do you want two buttons on the front, three buttons on the front, how many on the sleeve, do you want like a custom photo lining for the inside of your jacket, any number of different things that you can think of. This is all about what do you want? And and when you ask guys, what do you want? They don't know because they've never given been given the option before because I help men look as absolute best as they can. It's transforming people's lives. If you've never had a suit that fits you right, you have no idea how much confidence it gives you. That's the important part. 702-767-2478. Instagram at Custom Suit Guy. SinCityCustomSuits.com. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. Hi, I'm Sheldon, the owner of Solid Motor Cars. I've spent over 30 years in the retail car business. It is all about the vehicles, but more than that, it's about the people. And my team and I are proud to bring to you what we believe is the finest experience in buying a pre-owned car. With great credit, we can get super low interest rates. But if you've had some challenges, we're experts in that field, and we can get almost anybody approved. Come down to Solid Motor Cars and take a look at our vehicles. They come with a six-month, 6,000-mile warranty. So when you get a vehicle from Solid Motor Cars, you can feel confident that that vehicle is a quality, properly reconditioned vehicle that will serve you and your family for years to come. So for all your automotive needs, whether it's a new car, truck, or SUV, or if it's repairs, service, and maintenance, solid wheels, solid deals, solid people. Coming down to meet the crew, my name's Sheldon. I'm the owner here. I'd love to help you any way that I can. 3024 East Fremont Street, 702-820-1444. 
Hi there, this is Kirby Schofield with Schofield Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, a seller's market. At Schofield Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex partnership roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close and with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby4u.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U.com. Kirby4u.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. The National Atomic Testing Museum is a national science, history, and educational institution that tells the story of America's nuclear weapons testing program at the Nevada Test Site. Located at 755 East Flamingo Road, just east of Paradise, the museum offers immersive, interactive experts for guests of all ages. The museum is Smithsonian certified and open seven days a week. For more information, visit nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. That's nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. Live from Las Vegas, yeah, yeah. this is the Wayne Coy Show. Oh, no, it's not. It's the Kirby Schofield Show tonight. And we love the visit because the visit makes us smarter. And and you are, you're a student of what you do. A lot of people have a job. You have more than a job. You have a passion. And because of that, you kind of roll around in all this information. I'm a nerd. Okay. I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> you, you did. That's okay. So, uh, Kirby, yeah. what if I want to be an agent? Uh, How do I do it? I've never been an agent. What if I want to be one? Go to our website, hit on careers, and interview with Asha, my growth director. Uh, If you're already an agent, we can transfer you over. Our splits, our leads, our systems, our mentorship, our vibe. I'm confident. Beats everybody. I'm a cocky Yeah, it's okay. Uh, no, no, no. What did they say? It's not bragging if you can do it. Oh, yeah. We, back it up. It's proof. Yep. Yep. And then, but if you're interested in doing it, and I am very blessed and happy that I chose it as a career 13 years ago. I'm never going back. Um, it's about... Never going back to what, by the way? Uh, I, was, I got asked that yesterday. What did Kirby do? Uh, I was a financial advisor before, and then before that, I was also uh, or a financial representative and a banker. Okay, because I said banker. Yep. So I was right, but I just wasn't yep. in that order. I was a order. banker 20-something years ago, and then like 10 years before I got into real estate, I did it uh, to put myself through school. Yeah. And then uh, I worked for New York Life, though, proudly for six-plus years, and was uh, did, I was fully licensed, did uh, mutual funds, stocks. That takes a different uh, kind of mindset. I could Life insurance, it. all that stuff, yeah. and then and did pretty well at that right before the crash. Yeah. And then um, and I was did health insurance with that too. I was licensed like 30 states. Whoa. Uh, so, but what is yeah. it about real estate that makes you say, I'll never look back. I'm never going to do anything else. I love, you love it. the numbers with it. Um, life insurance and investments was selling, investments was selling something hypothetical versus a stock and mutual fund is still hypothetical versus a piece of dirt, land, or house. Yeah. Which is physical asset. You can wrap your arms around it. Yep. You see it. There it is. My yep. house. And then life insurance, I was really good at it, but I sold people on dying. Yeah. I mean, I protected a lot of people, had to pay a lot of death claims. 
Um, so I, it was well worth it. And I fully believe in it. People and, were dying to do business with you. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but during that time, uh, personally, when everything went down, the first thing that people canceled was their policies when mm-hmm. everything crashed 2008 to 2010. Sure. So I was doing very well. And now I was chasing about 10 grand in reversals in that game a month okay. just to break even. Wow. So. I and the guys who were killing it for me, my number one clients were realtors. Mm-hmm. Had become my niche, and they kept telling me, "Kirby, why you're so smart in this stuff? Like, get into real estate." And I, I made that move and love it. And um, what I love about real estate too is it's not slow, uh, and especially at Vegas. And with our technology and how everything has advanced in the last thirteen years, like since I got in. Like Zillow kind of, I got in with them like 2012 when the, that's when the portal started hitting and ever since, and you had the iBuyers and then you have the new softwares and I have the, um, just so many, it, it's like every day there's something new. Yeah. And so I follow Inman, Inman is Brad Inman, I-N-M-A-N. And it's like the real estate news of real estate, uh, for residential real estate and come from everything to the newest tech thing to who laid off who like open door laid off 524 people today so it's deep into the weeds deep yeah. in the weeds what tech's out there what's failing what's not what's what lawsuits are happening what laws are passing and so i'm a geek on that stuff because that all trickles and affects everything of us yeah and so there's but what if i'm not wired like you what if i'm not a geek what if i'm not really a numbers person so you come work for me because i'm gonna figure that out and tell you on wednesday what may that's what, what I was, i'm gonna digest it into yeah. i'm gonna make it real estate for dummies for you okay so you just worry about the cliff notes yep do you and, get do you get that kind of a an agent potential agent that says look I, I just want to go meet people. That's and sell honest, houses. I like the ones that are involved with it. They're, it's awesome because it helps me. They trigger my brain. But with our system, you want to make money, just come do our system, make money. You don't have to worry about all the other stuff. We'll make sure it's covered. Right. Uh, we'll make sure, um, like my meetings on Wednesday they'll have tomorrow is about the market, celebrating who uh, who had an escrow, who had a okay. Have, having an escrow means you, you're you're in the escrow process yeah. on this house. Yep. It's gonna sell. Unless something goes wonky, which it could, yep. but for the most part, it's you, you can at least see the finish line from where you are. So all yeah, your hard work is about to pay off. About to pay off, pending contingencies and for any- buyer, for seller, and for you, it's a win-win-win, yep. right? So yeah, so like in the last two weeks, we put twenty-three new under contract for around eight million. Wow. Uh, with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 17, 18, 19, 20 different agents. Okay. So that means 20 people. Nobody would have been offended if you would have said 18. Just let you know that. Uh, well, no, uh, uh, two to three when I was counting it, got yeah. two, got actually two in escrow. See what I'm saying? This guy's the numbers, man. And then, uh, we have three new listings. Okay. Um, and then we had 12 closings. Those so. are big, right? The new listings. That's the, I mean, you live for that. Yeah. The, well, I'm one. I see I the like signs both. that say, you know, we want your listings. Thinking of selling your house? Call me. So listings, we're going to sell the house no matter what. I like buyers. Yeah? Is that it? Like listings, we're great at it. Like there's everybody wants listings and we're going to sell a house. And, but buyers for me is like I when I was in the field, I loved it because my listings came from the people I bought a home for, with. You rarely sell your own listing anyway, right? 
No, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. I did, or, or no. Oh, you mean like dual agent? Like, yeah. Sells, yeah. Like with, uh, they I mean, it's ca- usually going to be another agent. They frown upon it and they should because there's some shady people out there. We don't, um, we're very, integrity is number one with us. We probably have one out of a hundred that, and that's just one of those things where, uh, because we still do get 1,400 people. So it doesn't mean when you get a listing as one of our agents, you also don't get the buyer that matches it. Right. Um, and then, uh, but I like both sides because, like, I have a one agent strut. She's huge with the VA out here. She's thirty years retired. What's her name? Uh, Sherry Struthers. Uh, she's num- our number one producer, but she's um, thirty years retired Coronado Navy. Okay. Uh, so she's huge with the VA. That's her niche out here. And during the crazy market, she was selling a ton, a ton to the VA buyers, and they'll get orders. And normal, a normal person sells a house every three to five years. Like they don't stay in it forever. Right. Very rare. So if you s- take care of the buyer now and you stay in the business two to three years, you're going to have those listings You're going to have an opportunity to yeah. work with them again. And then with her especially because they're going to get their TDY, their orders yeah. for military. TDY? Uh, they're going to get their orders to go to another base. Oh, gotcha. So they got to sell. Spoken like a guy who spent some time in San Diego, by the way. <laughs> uh, 702-766-9538. That's a number to call, or you can go to Kirby for you. That's Kirby, the number four, the letter U dot com. Either way, if you are thinking about maybe a career switch, uh, you've never sold real estate before, but you're thinking maybe I want to do that. Um, you can call that number and you can get the lowdown there. Thousand percent. Yep. Yeah, and if you're an experienced agent and you just want to see if the grass is greener because it is on the other side, well, then you can call there as well. Yeah, come check us out. Okay. Now let's talk about this flipping thing. Because yeah. it, it it started a few years ago, right, where it became kind of like a uh, – there were like 15 shows on TV that were about people who were buying cheap, fixing up, selling for a big yeah. profit, and then moving on to so the next So there's some thing. really good – there is true flippers, investors in town. Yeah. And – um incredible at what they do um and there are other brokerages um one i think he passed away but motion properties he was really big jared he this is back after kind of or they bought a whole bunch up during the arios but they still do it uh galindo group who's uh uh another broker another firm that's what his whole business built on. He's incredible at it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan King with King Realty. He does flips. Um, so you're not saying it's not a thing, but where you fall apart is on these like these seminars. The right? fake ones. Because like those guys, well, I'm talking, those names I just mentioned, these guys know what they're doing. They're all legit. And not just that. Those guys have their crews, their uh, renovation crews. Yeah. In staff. They got the numbers down. They know what they're buying it at. Um, I had one agent who worked for me. And he does about two a month. Um, and he always told me it's like seven cents on a dollar way saves. So like if it's a dollar, he's getting it for 93 cents if he's lucky once it's all done. So it's not like what you think it is. And so what people get screwed on, honestly, yeah. is there's a guy on the radio. I'm not going to say names because I don't want to get in trouble. But there's if you're hearing a radio commercial of someone saying get into real estate and flip and sell and da, da, da. And then you, go, you have to pay him to go to his seminar. And then... They tell you that you can buy this home with 100% no fi- 100% financing. Yeah, no money down. Yeah, that, which is untrue. Right. They give them fake letters that aren't it has to have NMLS letter um number on it for the mortgage to be a real mortgage. Otherwise it's private money, hard money. And hard money is usually 30% 25 to 30% down plus you got to pay two points. And so we get a lot of those leads through Zillow. People click on something, they went to a seminar and they're thinking they're just going to be able to buy a house. And we'll go on and you look at it and it's like, 
okay, Mr. Buyer, are you first, are you the principal to a transaction? Cause they, some of them are, they, they send out people scouts like these people and like these poor people think they're going to make money as a finder's fee right. uh, to find a house and stuff like that. And they don't. And, but if you're wanting a $400,000 house, do you got $120,000 down? Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't usually have even three grand for the EMD. Right. They barely had the money to pay for the seminar, the 60 bucks on an internet course, or they dropped three grand for an internet course. I heard even higher. Like they're spending three to $500 for just for information day. that isn't even factual. It, yeah. And it's, it worked in the past. Like Kiyosaki was huge, the rich dad, poor dad. And back then you could do it, but now it got so saturated and the hard money stuff, unless you have money to do it, you're not going to do it. And if you're a true investor who's buying flips, you're at the courthouse, you're not going on Zillow, you're not looking at a house that's listed. Right. And the thing is, if you're going to buy a home that's from the courthouse, you're buying the deed, you're encumbering all the liens and the tenant or person living in it, you can't go view it before you buy it. You only get to go do it one and go through the whole process of eviction after you own the deed and you still have to make that title clear. So there's a lot of stuff that they don't realize. It's not you just can buy this flip and go get it. It's capable, but you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. And you're not going to learn it from one of those seminars. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. No, don't drink the Kool-Aid. And if you had that kind of money, you probably also have other investor friends that you guys can just go to the courthouse do it on your own. Right. Um, and that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but there is flips out there, but not. If someone had, if we have 1.8 months inventory, why does someone need to sell their house less than what it's worth? Less, less than what it's worth? Yeah. Yeah. Why is the seller, if your house, your $300,000 house, why would you sell it to this flipper for I wouldn't. 250? Yeah, I wouldn't. When you could get 300. Of course. Or 250 on your own, just listing it. Right. Cash only sale. Well, right. So where's the, yeah. Where's the reason for that? So it's like kind of like, and like one thing we always told them too when they call in, it was like, the, I want to find – if there was those deals, why would I be telling you about them? Why wouldn't I be buying them myself? Yeah, true. If there were that – and we always say deals aren't found. They're made. Okay. Yeah, you said that last time. Yeah. Like, and it took me a while as I was thinking about that. I was, I actually did think, what did Kirby mean by that? Yeah. Deals it, aren't found. They're, they're made. They're made. It's by negotiating, putting in the offers, doing the work. It's not – otherwise, is it really a deal? Yeah. Like, it's – um. The, we get the seminar stuff. We also get a, anytime we get someone saying um, after repair value, ARV, if they send us a message saying, yeah, I'm looking for homes are 80% a, ARV. Yeah. Who isn't mm-hmm. like, and where are you getting these numbers? Is that a red flag that they've already he, been it's to from one a of these seminar. seminars? Yeah. They have scripts <laughs> or they send you, Hey, I got a company and here's my stuff. And they send yeah. you, they send you this proof of funds. That's in some LLC. They made yeah. poor people. They had to go spend money on LLC and they have a letterhead. That I have this much money liquid. And then you get, okay, do you got 30% down for your private money for your lender? Right. Oh no, no, it's hundred percent. Well, let's call them. And then they don't have. And nothing. then it is. Yeah. So what about probate? No, probate's fine. Probate's okay. normal. Uh, probate. So anyone listening, probate is just when uh, you pass away, but you don't have a will, mm-hmm. and there's a house. Now, if there's a loan on it, and the person who is your heir once it passes cannot pay for that loan, it will go foreclosure. That's a normal foreclosure okay. because, like, if the person can't qualify for it, doesn't want to. But if it's a house where you own it or you have equity and you do take it on as probate and you get it, the assets from it, uh, probate just is normal it's process. slow, isn't it? Slow process. Um, as long, Comparatively. Work on it fast. So 
if you like we had one last year, you, you go probate, uh, get an attorney involved a- ASAP. You get one assigned. Um, they'll get the case, the court case thing uh, going, and it's ninety days from there for the approval. Uh, when you go to court, so as your buyer though, know this: you go and you offer on a probate house, and it's going to say you have the ninety days to wait. Yeah. Know that you're not guaranteed the house yet. You're the one making it go to the court, and then you got to go to court. But on there's that still day. no guarantee. Yeah, because that day on court, it's usually on a Thursday. If anyone wants to go and uh, bid, they can go bid against you yeah. on that date. And it's usually like a Thursday gets listed in the paper or something, and then Friday you go. Uh, you'll get emailed or whatever if no one bids or oh. no one's going to go, and then you just get it. And pr- so it could be a competition. Hundred percent. So it's not lock, stock, and no. Like rules. if it's a competitive house and prices went up, and we had this a couple of times, you're gonna have to bid against the other people at court, and maybe one of those true flippers, yeah, who are there willing to drop five grand more to win the bid, and they win it because the court, like their their job as a court in the justice system, is to get the highest for that uh, estate. Sure. So they're going to go with the highest bid. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because that's a whole nother ball of wax there. Yeah, uh, yeah. The 90, 90 days to 120 days for one of those. So those could be good, too, if it's the home you're wanting. But if it is a probate house listed, and there's also two other homes in the neighborhood, and you don't have the time to wait for that, offer on other homes. Yeah, yeah. Because probate, you're going to be 90 to 120 days. You can get it, but you're going to have to wait for that process and know that the court is not going to sell that home for a discount. If somebody says to you, hey, <clears throat> uh, I uh, I want to know what neighborhood I should live in, are you allowed to even say? Hey, Fair I Housing Act. You. Nope. That's what I thought. Nope. I thought there was, that's a sticky wicket, as they say. Yeah, there's no... I mean, uh, you may have an opinion, but you're not supposed to share any of that. Yeah, you're not allowed to, because it, it's steers or, it's steers or, there's all these different words. I fair, I don't have the Fair Housing okay. Act in front of me. It's on my office wall. Is there a place, though, where people can go do the research where you recommend that you go, like, look, you want to know more about Las Vegas as a whole? There's you're, tons. Like, like city data I used to go to. Is the that city data, the... Is it Go Schools or I don't know. Good org. Schools.org. Schools.org. Okay. And that's where Zillow, our website even, uh, so scoforrealty.com or on our main website, like it, we have it all connected in there. It's just like a feed we get from them, which shows, and that's data ranked from however the heck they do that. That's like the school people. Yeah. But that's <laughs> that's where they yeah. rank their schools. I'm not a doctor and <laughs> I don't even play one on the radio. Yeah, where it goes up yeah. to the 10 and they give all the scores and then um, – People always ask about crime, and one thing nice about where we live here in Las Vegas is Metro has an incredible site for that. Mm-hmm. Just go uh, LVMPD and go to Metro's site. And I got an app. I don't even remember what it's called. And they have it where you can just like it's got the little it. guy with the bandit guy who shows up. Yeah. And, do you know the one I'm talking about? I know, yeah. yeah. If somebody gets beat up, there's like a punching they, bag. They sh- well, and the thing is, like, too, is every area has some crime. Sure. Or lots of crime. You just don't see it. Like. Right. Um, even when I was searching for myself, I'd look up some things. And I still remember, uh, the best thing to do is, isn't it just go? I mean, oh, I, what I always tell people is if you really want to know the neighborhood and when I was showing clients, I'd say, and when they'd ask that question, I was like, just do this. I was like, let's get an offer in. I was like, but come back tonight at like six and then come back tonight at like 10. Yeah. And then come back tomorrow morning at like 6am. See how you feel. See the neighborhood, yeah. drive it, feel like you're living here, and see how you feel in it because everybody's different in what they're going to like yeah. and what they're looking for. In fact, knock on the door of the guy next door and see if he'll loan you maybe some sugar or something. <laughs> yeah, old school sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Can I have that? Would that <laughs> yeah. be okay? Uh, but yeah, that's the best way to find out, right? That's why I always tell people because like uh, even me and you, 
what you like is going to be different than what I like. And you like the Padres. I like the A's. Yeah. But one of us has a much better team. And well, and I'm going to be season ticket holders of both once they come here. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Oh, by the way, that kid that we were talking about, um, Miller, Marcus Miller, I think it is. Marcus? Okay, Miller, pitcher for the A's. Yeah. He was in Midland, double A, a week ago, or two weeks, a week and a half ago. Went, had uh, one start, did really, really well. They brought him here. He had one start, struck out 11 in five innings. They put him to the show? He pitches tomorrow. He makes his major league debut. That's awesome. Uh, we just brought up someone, too. See, look at that. It's going everywhere. People are buying houses. They're becoming real estate agents. The kids are getting brought up. They're getting called up to the major leagues. Uh, again, Kirby for you. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U, dot com. All you need to know there. And again, that phone number that neither one of us can ever remember. Why is that? I hear it, uh, you know, in my sleep. 702-766-9538. Again, it's 702-766-9538. Schofield Realty. You're going to find out there really is a difference. Whether you're a new realtor or you're a buyer or you're a seller, it's called a culture and it does exist. And it exists because of this guy right here. He's too modest to tell you that, but it's true. Oh, I love what right. I do. Thank I'm you, for, thank you for being my favorite guest. I appreciate thank you, Wayne. that. Okay. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, um, we got to do news, but then when we come back, we're going to talk hockey. Remember I, when I first met you, that was kind of a thing. You went and saw the, the Golden Knights viewing party. I'm Remember? going tomorrow night. Okay. But they, they play tonight or tomorrow night? Oh, crap. Not tomorrow night. I'm going Thursday night. Okay. Because they play tonight, I think. Yes. And yeah. then and Thursday night, I'm lucky I get to go that one. And don't tell me scores because I don't want to know yet. But in the next hour, I'm just going to you know be real honest here. I'm not uh, Joe Hockey. Okay? I didn't grow up with it. I've lived in cities like Mobile, Alabama, uh, where they have a great hockey team. And San Jose, the Sharks, you know, they're pretty good. I just never could figure the game out. Well, I know the next guy you got coming on is pretty good at hockey. Yeah, he's Mr. Hockey, actually. Yeah. Chris Collins, uh, he knows his way around a puck. So we're gonna, <laughs> he knows what the puck is going on. So we're going to talk to Chris about that and get his take and see uh, if, indeed, the Golden Knights can do what they got to do to win. He thinks maybe they can. We'll find out. Coming up on the Wayne Coy Show. Thank you, Mr. Kirby. Hi there, this is Kirby Scofield with Scofield Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, a seller's market, at Scofield Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex Partnership. 
roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close. And with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby4u.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Kirby4u.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. Live from Las Vegas, this is The Wayne Coy Show. Yeah, is it possible at our tender age to learn something new in life when we get to be the age that we all are some might call it a certain age are we just so set in our ways we're like nah i'm an old dog i don't want to learn any new tricks i can't say that i'm that guy because when it comes to uh, the game of hockey i actually have a desire to learn what the hell it's all about the issue is i've been told time and time again in my feeble brain I just can't, I, I just can't comprehend. So I'm calling him Mr. Hockey because he knows the game better than anybody I know. Chris Collins, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm in Stockton. So if you hear any gunshots, you'll know what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Funny because it's true. Yeah. Okay. So, um, All right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Yeah. I could say I was in Modesto. You could. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. You, I'm, uh, hey, you know, going to meetings. Kirby, yeah. Kirby, who just left here, Kirby Schofield. Uh, grew up in Sacramento. And so as he's getting ready to leave, he goes, Mr. Hockey, huh? And I go, yeah, let me tell you about Mr. Hockey. He's been, uh, he's been on television, on radio. It's his favorite sport. He knows it inside and out. And, uh, not only that, he knows, uh, radio because he was on, uh, FM 102. He was the, uh, the morning zoo host for a long, long time. And he went, wait a minute, Sacramento. And I said, yeah. And he goes, I listened to him when I was a kid. So welcome to it, Chris. We, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. All right. So explain I this. Do it to you as well. Yes, you could. Same thing with you. Yes, you yes, could. I could. I yes. could pick the markets out. So isn't that great? <laughs> I love that man. That's that's you know. Listen, we don't have a lot anymore, do we? When it comes to that former career, so it's nice to uh, to hear that. So uh, you Help know me. about hockey. I sent you a seals jersey. Right. Well, I hey, I'm. I got the clothes. I understand that. In fact, when I was, I think, eleven, I went to uh, I went to the Oakland Coliseum Arena, and yep. they were warming up, and they knocked a yep. puck into the stands, and I went and grabbed yep. it, and I went to go give it back, and the and the the guy who did it, no, he, you keep them. That's you what don't he said. That's what he said. He goes, no, that's yours, man. That's yours. I was like, oh wow, it's like baseball. Okay, so what? How do we learn this game so that we can get invested? Because here I'm in Vegas. And as much yeah. as I, I want to claim allegiance to the Sharks, uh, yeah. I'm I'm here now, so I got to be, I got you know win in Rome. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to become a Golden Knights fan. How do I do it? Well, first of all, it's, it's not hard to, uh, you know, they changed expansion rules when they brought Las Vegas in. They changed the rules after our debacle with the Sharks and then Ottawa who followed us. We came in in 91-92, then Ottawa came in the next year, and it was brutal. Our second year, we were 11-71-2, and, and I can tell you, you think it's tough being a broadcaster when the ratings are struggling? Try being a broadcaster with a half-hour pregame show when you're 11-71-2 and, and have a 16-game losing streak followed by a 15-game losing Ouch. streak. So, yeah, so these guys got smart, and they said, look it, 
if I'm going to give you $500 million U.S. to come into a league, we need to make sure that we're not 11-71-2. and two. Right. So uh, Vegas did a phenomenal job uh, from everything. I mean, the presentation in Vegas is A-plus. It's the best in the league. They uh, they hired uh, George uh, McPhee as the, uh, then the GM, now obviously the president of hockey. George, college-educated, built the Washington Caps, one of the best hockey people that's ever been in the National Hockey League. And then from there, they brought in really good people that knew young players, much like, and I'll give you the example, that Pete Carroll did when he came into Seattle. Carroll's advantage was is that he recruited every young top player that was in college football to SC, came to Seattle, and then had four years to build a monster. And we saw that. Uh, had there not been injuries, they could have been, you know, this kind of uh, sure. uh, legacy team yep. for many years. Well, this is what Vegas did with that advantage there. They made the NHL Stanley Cup Finals their first year. Um, my son actually played with William Carlson. Uh, he's two years younger than him. When my son played in Sweden, he played on the same 18 elite team with him. So, um, you know, they have kids like Carlson who were cast aside with other NHL teams. I believe Nashville cast him aside, which was a major mistake. But McPhee and his staff, they knew that. There were a lot of young, talented guys. The rules had changed a little bit, and they've been strong ever since. Last year, they had devastating injuries. They barely missed the playoffs, but it was more or less because of all these injuries they had. They've got a healthy Jack Eichel. They just traded for the icon from uh, the Kings. or did, Well, I guess they did do it. It was a trade. It was a uh, uh, Mike Quick was released or traded by uh, the Kings to uh, Columbus. He wasn't going to show up. His contract's up at the end of the year. So Columbus traded him to Vegas. Uh, Quick is considered the best American goalie of all time. Two Stanley Cups he's won. He's been a, a high legacy player his whole career. So, and he's the he's uh, the Golden Knights Stone, their captain. He's the Golden Knights goalie. Yes, okay. and they they also got their captain back, Mark Stone, who's been phenomenal both in Ottawa and then was traded in one of the great trades. They've they've executed two brilliant trades among other great free agent signings. Las Vegas is very very close. Okay, if this team can perform in the playoffs they too have a chance to get out of the Western Conference. It's going to be tough this year because Boston has a powerhouse team. They've been dominant all year long. They're deep. They're four lines deep on offense. Their D is deep. Their, their uh, netminders are fantastic. Their coaching there, Jimmy Montgomery, uh, is great. But so is Vegas's coach, who came from Boston. Hmm. So uh, the Knights um, are really, really one of the premier franchises in the National Hockey League, and they've done it in a short amount short of time. Short order, right, right. Yeah. Took they, no time. They do it when you sit down, and they do it when they perform, and they do it when you are entertained. I mean, it's it's earned the, the loyalty of Vegas, and I'll tell you what, Mark Davis, any NBA team that comes in afterwards, or if the A's show up there, this is the model that they're going to have to go up against the Knights, and Vegas residents are loyal to that brand yes and they're not going anywhere they're going to support this hockey team and the raiders have a tall order um to get their act together which you and i are both diehard raider fans you know for me you know 56 years yeah more dying recently than you know celebrating but um this is what the bar's been set with this hockey club and they're young and they've got some really exciting prospects they draft well as well they've been able to trade draft picks to get stars there and then replace the ones they trade with more young talent. So 
it's a very impressive organization. Yeah, you said uh, the right thing there, which is that they draft well. That's something the Raiders don't do or haven't done. Exactly. Right. So we'll see how that goes here this offseason. So um, I, if you don't understand the game, and here's where I find myself struggling. When I lived okay. in I All lived right. in uh, Mobile, Alabama, we had the Mystics, right? And then right next yeah, door, we sure. had the— we had the Pensacola Ice Pilots, and I yeah, would right. go to the games, and I'd have a blast. I mean, I just, yeah, right. I, I loved everything that was happening, and and right. the, the the spirit in the room. I just didn't get the X's and O's of the game at all. So, is there a way well, to dumb this down to where somebody can watch it for the very first time and say, "Oh, yes. I kind of get it now." Okay, so the puck has to go in to the the attacking when you attack the blue line, uh, uh, the blue line that's in front of the other goalie. Okay, so there's a, you know, there's, what, 75 feet, 80 feet there, 60 feet between the blue line and the goal line. When you attack that, you can't come into the zone ahead of the puck. So it's real simple. That, and it's a, it's a perfection thing. You see the guys go and they, they tight, tight rope the, the blue line, the puck goes in, they jump in. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody does it better. Uh, I think boxers and hockey players are really the greatest athletes we have in sports. A lot of balance. They really are asked to do yeah. amazing things um, cognitively at the same time. So uh, you don't want to be offsides. Icing the puck it means you're in the other your zone and you fire it all the way down past the other goal line um, to take pressure off of you. Uh, they'll call icing you know 90% of the time if you have a player. It's racing down the ice, and you throw the puck all the way down, and they're equal with the opposition player trying to get to that puck. They'll wave off the icing. But um, you can't just arbitrarily fire pucks out of the zone if you're tired to get off the ice because if you fire it all the way down, nine times out of ten, they're going to call icing, okay? Okay. Um, the, the objectivity of hockey is simple, okay? If you watch soccer, obviously it's a much larger uh, playing surface, but in soccer, real estate is the most important thing. Picture... Uh, uh, Devontae Adams with the ball. His biggest thing is that he gets the ball and runs to open space. Josh Jacobs gets the ball, likes to get to open space. In hockey, uh, we have an, uh, an analogy, less space, more pace. And that just means the real estate is very short there, but if you can get into those open areas and control the puck, okay, and then do something with that puck. Yeah. And, I have this phrase I used to use all the time, which is uh, shake shake and bake. When you have that puck, cut the cake. And for me, shake and bake means you take the guy out of his jock strap, cut the cake means fire the puck or sauce the, the puck, pass it, or pass the puck, tape the tape hard, and make something happen. You can't hold the puck long in hockey if you watch. Players will hold it a half second, a quarter second. The guys that can hold it one to two to three seconds – they're the phenomenal talents because this game is so fast, the players are so big, and they're so well-trained and cross-trained. You hold the puck too long, and you're going to be on your backside looking up, counting the lights in the roof. Okay, It's that kind of game. Yeah. What would you say is, uh, where is hockey now in the echelon in terms of the rank of, of uh, spectator sports in the United States? Where, where does it fall now versus maybe where it was 25 years ago? Well, I mean, it, it, they've gone into what we call non-traditional markets. In San Jose, I, I had a boss who later became my business partner when we were 99% done buying the Arizona Coyotes, and then because of something, we backed out. But the Greg Jamison was the king of non-traditional marketplace. So the, the game has grown crazily because of non-traditional marketplaces, Vegas being a non-traditional marketplace. Sure. It set the tone 
for the rest of the league when it comes to game presentation, winning right away, building that commitment to excellence. The fans expect that, right? And if it's not going to happen, there better be a good reason why it didn't happen. San Jose, non-traditional marketplace, okay? Anaheim, non-traditional. Arizona, non-traditional. So Tampa Bay, non-traditional. Florida, same way. So um, the game's grown. It's more popular. The numbers are up. As far as where it stacks, probably in the top five, the top six of uh, pro sports but and that's not that's not a dig at hockey but because of the lack of major tv distribution which has gotten better over the last 10 years it's still not there but it's gotten better you know it goes anywhere from four you know to five or what have you i mean nascar i mean is it a top four sport i think at one time people thought it was it, it, at one time i think it off. might have been number one yeah absolutely right right and when you realize soccer is the number one sport in the world, which I have my hands in big time right now and in the soccer world, and F1 is number two. And it's coming to Vegas, baby. Yeah, F1, number two, man. Massive. Yeah. Massive uh, all over the world in the craziest places. But so when you look at those in North America, you know, you have to really look at it and understand hockey has the most expensive ticket, obviously, because they have to make up revenue. Where you know where the Warriors uh, before the season starts will get a uh, a check from the NBA for what 140 million dollars. Sure, every team gets this kind of money. The right. NHL doesn't get that. Right. The NHL, you know, their local TV, you know, the Sharks maybe 30 million to 50 million a year. Same with the LA Kings, the national deal maybe 15 million per team. Whereas you know the NFL, I mean. <laughs> the Raiders and everybody, 190 million when it comes to TV. Then they sell out and they had they own their own stadiums. You can see, you know, the the revenues for the NFL. I think last year were 15 billion, and the NHL was six billion. So you can see that there you go. You know how yeah. how it plays. And college sports, you know, need we go into that? That's another one that plays right up there in the top five. Well, I so. think that maybe the analogy though is it's similar to college sports in that. When I was in Omaha, Nebraska, I did all my grocery shopping on Saturdays for a reason, because there was nobody in the store. Everybody was Amen. watching the Huskers, right? And yep. same same yeah, thing, right. you know, if you live in a place where, you know, Wisconsin, someplace where college sports is sort of the bigger deal, it's kind of like living in a hockey town. Like the people that live here love the Golden Knights, but you might go... Yep. Uh, you know, just a couple towns over and there's no interest whatsoever. So it depends. Right. I think if you've got a hockey team, then you, yep. then you have a lot of people that become hockey fans. If you don't have one, it's almost like you're hearing a foreign language. At least that's yep. the way I've yep. taken it, you know? Well, and that, you know, this has been the problem is that the game originated out of Canada. There's been a lot of what I call provincialism from Canada towards America to try to keep the game a Canadian game. The American game has grown crazily, and the numbers are there, but the game is still dominated at the managerial side by Canadians. So, you know, look at, uh, you know, look at how any business works. And I don't have to read the rest of the story to you. So that is something that over time through attrition, that will correct itself. Okay. And San Jose, you know, I, I don't think they've done what they should. I pushed when I was there to do more. It's been there, what, since 91, 92, 32 years. There still isn't a homegrown San Jose player that's played for the Sharks, yeah. which I find reprehensible. Now, in Vegas, even when they had the IHL there, you had former players whose kids were born in Vegas, 
and now have developed and they're playing in the National Hockey League. And, you know, I rest my case. I mean, we're talking about Market 5 next to what, Market 30-something? So, sure. yeah. um, you know, it, it, the story differs, but uh, clearly um, what you say is true. I mean, outside, you know, in the South or elsewhere, if they didn't have those ECHL teams like the Pensacola Ice Pilots or in Mo- Mobile or whatever – you're right. Everybody else is like, you know, hockey's a Canadian game or hockey's for all those Yankees in New York or Boston or whatever. Well, and, I remember uh, being shocked, Chris, because I, I went to a hockey game in Mobile and the obvious product knowledge was there. The people really understood the game. And boy, did they love that team. And I was just like, how do you know this? You didn't grow up playing the game. I mean, it, you you got to know it after it got here. You didn't really follow it before. So is yeah. it the same way here in Vegas? Because I, I, I meet a lot of Golden Knights fans, and, and I'm like, how you didn't have years and years of hockey to get you ready for this. Well, sure they did. Here, here's the Oh, minor league, okay? sure. And, and, yeah. Yeah, in Mobile, Alabama, I can guarantee you that the ratio of family to women to men was 80% men at the games or, or, or younger teenage men. They were drinking. And that team fought all the time. It was a WWE kind of thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's the WWE thing. Correct. Um, Vegas is a destination point. Las Vegas uh, has had a miraculous growth because of leadership in the city and because the citizens and then the business that's there together grew the area correctly. Okay. It didn't become Phoenix. Okay, where, you know, you've got a bowling alley, three houses, and a, a, a shampoo place or something. It's like, what? Uh, Houston's like that. They did it correctly in Vegas, and a lot of the citizens in Vegas are from elsewhere. Yeah. And they're in Vegas because it's a great area, because Nevada is tax-free, great weather. So, you know, it, it, a lot of people don't really realize that. They think, well, Vegas has been there a long time. Where did they learn hockey from? Well, i got news for you. I'll, I'll bet you... And I don't know. I've seen stats from Vegas. I can tell you other cities, but I'll guarantee you, not bet, guarantee you that half those fans are from elsewhere that have come to Vegas as maybe their second or third home sure. or region that they've lived in. Right. They grew up around hockey somewhere. Big, Right. It's like you and me going, yeah, you know, uh, Auburn football, I, I love the rivalry with Alabama. But, I mean, what do those people do there? I mean, is that what they do? They show up at these college football stadiums and go crazy? And, you know, we're like, well, (laughs) look at this is, you know, born and bred in Alabama. Football is. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, hockey, you've got to, you know, L.A., okay? Yeah, people move from elsewhere. Uh, You know, uh, Palm Springs, they move from elsewhere. Now you have a successful AHL club there. Las Vegas, they came from elsewhere, but it took a very smart owner to come in and hire the best people and then make sure that they have an attitude of that losers, okay, draw disinterest. Winners draw passion. They won right away, too, man, like right out of the chute. So, and Raiders haven't figured that part out yet. So uh, what's your prediction for this uh, first round of the playoffs? Well, I mean, you know, I like the Vegas team. I think the net minding is going to be a big deal here. I mean, if if Quickie can... um, you know, play like he's done in L.A., and they stay reasonably healthy. They've got great defense. Um, you know, they've got uh, Stone has come back. That make, makes the power play even more frightening because he'll be the trigger guy, which is he's the guy that you'll see 15 feet out from the net on the power play, and you know that pucks are going to come to him. Um, he, he plays passionately, which is going to drive the rest of the team. 
I mean, Vegas is a team that people need to watch out for in the Western Conference, okay? They're, they're going to be very, very tough. So is Edmonton. Edmonton's got the best player in the world. Um, he's the best player in that league since Crosby came into the league and before, you know, Sid, you know, you can find a bunch of players. Oviechkin, who's in Washington before that, you know, clearly Mario. You know, we can go down the line of guys that are difference makers. Uh, so Edmonton is going to be tough, although they lost to L.A. last night. Edmonton may still be too young. So we'll see. I'm not sold on their net mining. In, in, in the playoffs, these are your keys, Wayne. You cannot take penalties because the power play is critical in, in playoff hockey. Everything tightens down like baseball used to do mm-hmm. back in the days when most of the games were 1-0, 2-1, 3-2. That's yeah. what hockey is in the playoffs. It's end-to-end brilliance. It's the best sport for the playoffs, but penalties are critical. If you're taking penalties, you're really opening yourself up to lose games that you should win. Uh, and discipline, being patient. You notice that Vegas this year played more close games, more lower scoring games at times. That's because the coach, being in Boston all those years, who's seen that team be perennial Stanley Cup favorite, that's why they brought him in. Yeah. He, he's had to teach them they can be patient. You don't always have to have a 5-1 win. You can win 3-1 or 2-1 and develop better habits so when it comes crunch time, when you're exhausted, you're in the playoffs, you got to go through four rounds to get there, that you do this disciplined. So, um, you know, I like the Vegas team. Um, you know, I'm, I'm partial to them because uh, I like just the attitude that they brought into this organization from the beginning. It, it's really something to look at and, um, you know, take some pride with. So. so you predict that they'll have a nice little run in the playoffs, if not I do. all the way play I, for the Cup? I, I think it can be – I really like Vegas and Boston um, in the Stanley Cup. I think it would be phenomenal to see that happen. It's the great story like when Gruden left and went to Tampa Bay and then his assistant – uh, Callaway or Callahan. Why am I getting this wrong? With Bill the, Callahan. Yeah, Callahan. Pardon me. Uh, what, met each other, and then it was the uh, st- the teacher against the pupil with Davis there with Gruden, and you know we all know those things end up. That didn't work out well. That didn't. Yeah, no, it didn't. But you know, that it still was drama. Everybody yeah. loved it, and I, yeah, I wasn't very happy about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I tell people I know many languages, but Raider language is the one that you don't want to hear from me. And yeah, it's plentiful. You've seen some of it, but yeah. No, I've, oh, I've seen you. I've seen you walk away from the Raiders uh, probably ten times since I've known who you were. I was like, yeah, "That's it. I'm done. I'm finished." And then you're like, "You keep coming back, just like I do." Uh, do they have a chance? Do you think they're gonna do anything? Or are we in for another rebuilding five more years? Oh, the Raiders? Yeah. Oh my God! Please. What? I mean, I know what Mark's trying to do, and I like Mark. He's a good guy. He's always been a good guy. But, look, I hope Josh McDaniels makes me look to be a fool. I hope they win 12 or 13 games and they play this, you know, straight-ahead simple slant pass 10 yards, off-tackle run for 8 yards, and and the defense is young and hungry, okay? But uh, they certainly got the best wide receiver in the game. They've got the best running back in the game. They've got, you know, they've got a lot of it. They've got depth and everything on offense, but defense is not there. I mean, I I, I don't know. Same don't old know. story, I right? I really don't Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just, this is one of those years with Derek gone. I mean, I was really passionate. I've been a fan since going to games since 66. Wow. Okay. And like you, Kenny, Jim Plunkett, Rich Gannon, 
Um, and I loved Derek Carr. I loved it. And this has been really hard for me. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I intend to root for Nolans this year. And, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm indifferent. Now, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I hope he has success. He, he, he certainly is well loved by his teammates. And, uh, and all of Pahrump, by the way. He's loved by an entire city in Nevada. They love him over there. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's got a great deal, I guess, if uh, that's your thing, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. He's got that worked out. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. I, I'm, I actually am looking at uh, buying a, a Derek Carr jersey because I think I need to I need to support the Saints because he's my QB and I was very yeah. up, I was upset still am that they decided to move on because I, I always felt like it wasn't him you're blaming you know you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater it was the fact well, that right. we didn't have a defense we we haven't had a defense in 25 years they couldn't hold a lead and the other thing is is that you could see that McDaniel screwed up. Car last year and Car was still good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Derek is a classic. I did ten years of play by play at UC Davis with some of the best coaches in the world. Jim Soker was one of the greatest college coaches ever. We had four quarterbacks in a row drafted in the NFL. Kenny O'Brien, Scott Berry, Jeff Bridewell. I mean, we had all these guys that were NFL legit quarterbacks, right? And you have to let quarterbacks do what they do. And everybody knows that Derek likes to boot out of the pocket. Derek likes to run one way and throw the other way. Derek likes to throw the, and challenge that 25-yard zip over the middle because he's got that big arm. I mean, that's the position. Rich Cannon was the biggest you-know-what on the face of the earth. And guys would get crazy. But you know what? He drove the bus, and they loved it because they could yeah. play their game while he was, you know, he'd go at, after Gruden and and. They they screwed they screwed up Derek last year. They they just look at the games. I mean, they were ahead in eight or nine of the games in the fourth quarter. Right. That were lost. That's, How do you blame the quarterback for that? That's coaching, is and what I, that is. That's Wayne, I've been in these dressing rooms. Okay, yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. I build organizations. Okay. <laughs> and when when at the end of the year, your team rates last. They the NFLPA did their their rating. The Raider coaching staff was last in every single facet their meetings too long coach is too nasty coach is disrespectful i mean what and the year before they had a guy that was 56 years old who shouldn't be a head coach and he led him to the playoffs and they loved him they and loved he was a him hard ass as well yeah but they, but they, they loved him, him and respected him yes. exactly yeah well hello it's gonna be a long season hello. i got a feeling so mr hockey you got to be mr football there for a sec i got to get one more read right. from you uh, baseball, are the Oakland A's moving to Las Vegas, or are they going to find a way to stay well, in Oakland, or are they moving somewhere else? Good, good luck to Fisher. I mean, I wish somebody would have bought the franchise, but he's not going to because it's a $2 billion, $3 billion uh, in his pocket. You know, it's just, since Billy left there, you know, it's just uh, – it's, it's really sad. It breaks my heart because, like you – um, that's why, uh, like I was a brother with you right away because it was A's and Raiders, man. I, I love the A's like you did when I was a kid. I yeah. love the A's. Love the A's. I know all those guys. All of them. Used to have them on the radio when I was a kid. You know, I was like you there screaming at Reggie out in right field all the time. I mean, I love the A's. My dad and I, who's long departed, you know, we'd go to A's game and freeze our butts off there, but my dad swore he'd never go to Candlestick again. He loved the A's, okay? And, and you know, Charlie Finley and Carl, they're the guys who went out and drafted everybody. They didn't even have any scouts. Right. Look at the players that, that he left in that franchise. They had five guys that threw 20-something complete games in one year. Mike Norris, 
How good was Mike Norris? Rick oh Langford. God, they had Steve McCaddy. Yeah. Yeah. How about Jim Hunter? Yeah. Maybe one of the greatest pitchers in the How about Fight of Blue? Right. So all I that mean, heritage, all that heritage belongs to the city of Oakland. And it I looks, it, it looks to me like they don't, that's not enough. Like it's going to somehow slip through their fingers. And, uh, this might be the second Oakland team to move to Las Vegas. So well, do, what do you hey, think? You got money? Go build your own stadium. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a big major soccer deal in my sports deals right now. And let me tell you something. There's a major bond market out there. People will invest money, okay? If you're a multi-multi-billionaire and you want to save that tradition and have a beautiful stadium on the Oakland waterfront to look over at the Giant Stadium right and, across. And do this, okay? yeah. Yeah, yeah. build it yourself. Yeah. Okay? They won't. But I, I hear you, but I, they won't. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, want somebody to, to foot heart. the bill. So th- that's why I think in Las Vegas, we'll build it and then figure out later how do we pay for it. Well, good luck to them. Hey, listen, there's only so- I learned this with the Sharks, okay? We warned everybody there before I left there. I warned everybody. When the 49ers come here, 50 to 75% of the revenue for this franchise is gone. You know what? 50 to 75% of all the Sharks' revenues are gone. The 49ers are a monster organization. It breaks my heart and makes me crazy to say that. They win. They hired the right GM. They draft the right players. The fans aren't real loyal. But when they win, they are. But the fact is, they've wiped out the market for the earthquakes and for the Sharks, okay? Where are the A's going to get fans there? Who can afford to go on and see a team that's been decimated? All of their players have been sold up. What, he's going to sign all these players again now and give them eight-year deals for $300 million? Not when you've had it the other way. That's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. No. But every now and again, you get a good story. So they got this kid, Ruiz, who is uh, he started off the season batting ninth, and now he's leading off. And uh, they say he's a rookie of the year candidate. Very strong one. Yeah, right. And then this right. kid that's pitching for him tomorrow, we were just talking about this on the air before you joined us. He, he was in double A two starts ago. They sent him here, one start for the Aviators, 11 strikeouts, five innings. And now he's making his major league debut tomorrow against the Chicago Cubs. Hey, I remember I was in at the Oakland Coliseum when Mike Morgan pitched yeah. at 17. And I remember that game, a Sunday against Baltimore, three nothing. And he was phenomenal, but. You know, do you remember those days? Oh, I, I remember you know. Mike Morgan and Todd Van Poppel and, uh, but, oh, yeah. yeah. But there's, yeah. there's something about this kid Miller. It's Miller time. I think he's, I think he's going to be a star. <laughs> you know? I hope. Yeah. I hope. Or, or we're dressing you in a uniform. You got married at home. Play, go out and hit a base hit for him or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? We got to, we got to get you to Vegas so we can hang out and have you right here in the room, Chris. That would be, that would be so much fun. Okay, you got it. Tell me when. I'll be there. All right. And we got through an entire interview with you being in Stockton and you didn't get jumped? Nobody tried no, to carjack I, I, you? Well, I've got flashers on. They maybe think I'm a narc or something, so that's fine. Keep them away. All right. Well, it's great to visit with you, Mr. Hockey. And if you believe Chris Collins, the prediction is Golden Knights go far in the playoffs. In fact, might even be there at the very end to play for the Cup. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Take care, man. All the best. Always to you. Thank you very much. That's that guy, Chris Collins. Hi there. This is Kirby Schofield, Schofield Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, 
a seller's market. At Schofield Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex Partnership roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close and with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby4u.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Kirby4u.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. Hey, listen to this. Share Life Vacations has a special treat for you. It's a free three-day, two-night getaway to either magical Orlando or exciting Las Vegas. It's your choice. Absolutely no strings attached. Share Life will also include a second vacation to your choice of over 30 additional popular resort destinations. Now, we can't give everyone a fantastic prize package like this, so to make it fair, we're going to ask you a trivia question. You get it right, you'll win it all. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. This movie is about a British Secret Service agent who is frozen in time in the 1960s. Was that movie Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery? Press 1. Diamonds are forever. Press 2. Lethal weapon. Press 3. Got it? Well, then call 855-301-8586. 855-301-8586. That's 855-301-8586. My name is Michael Stefanski, and I am the owner and founder of Sin City Custom Suits. Custom clothing concierge. I help gentlemen get into clothes that fit them like they're supposed to, that they pick out themselves, and we craft together. 600 different suit fabrics to pick from, about 40 measurements to make sure the suit's going to fit you right. Then we decide, do you want two buttons on the front, three buttons on the front, how many on the sleeve, do you want like a custom photo lining for the inside? side of your jacket, any number of different things that you can think of. This is all about what do you want? And and when you ask guys, what do you want? They don't know because they've never given been given the option before. Because I help men look as absolute best as they can. It's transforming people's lives. If you've never had a suit that fits you right, you have no idea how much confidence it gives you. That's the important part. 702-767-2478. Instagram at Custom Suit Guy. Sin City Custom Suits. Hi, I'm Sheldon, the owner of Solid Motor Cars. I've spent over 30 years in the retail car business. It is all about the vehicles, but more than that, it's about the people. And my team and I are proud to bring to you what we believe is the finest experience in buying a pre-owned car. With great credit, we can get super low interest rates. But if you've had some challenges, we're experts in that field, and we can get almost anybody approved. Come down to Solid Motor Cars and take a look at our vehicles. They come with a six-month, 6,000-mile warranty. So when you get a vehicle from Solid Motor Cars, you can feel confident that that vehicle is a quality, properly reconditioned vehicle that will serve you and your family for years to come. So for all your automotive needs, whether it's a new car, truck, or SUV, or if it's repairs, service, and maintenance, solid wheels, solid deals, solid people. Coming down to meet the crew, my name's Sheldon. I'm the owner here. I'd love to help you any way that I can. 3024 East Fremont Street, 702-820-1444. 
When you bring your vehicle to Star Auto Care for Maintenance, you'll have a team of professionals at your service. Every one of our technicians has been factory trained and master status certified to ensure that you receive the highest quality and most effective service. Star Auto Care is located at 3540 East Tropicana Avenue, just east of Pecos. Star Auto Care is confident in their prices and will match any mechanic located within 20 miles. Bring your vehicle in today and let Star Auto Care give you the peace of mind you deserve when you service your car. Visit them online at starautocare.us. Whether you're a corporate executive, on a family vacation, or just passing through, St. George Inn & Suites will meet your specific needs. It's conveniently located near restaurants, shopping, and movie theaters. St. George Inn & Suites offers a variety of room types, two fabulous pools and jacuzzis, a fitness center, a free full hot buffet breakfast, and laundry facilities. To make your booking, call 435-673-6661 or book online at stgeorgeinnhotel.com. You need to stop in Southern Utah? Make that stop at St. George Inn & Suites. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. From Las Vegas, this is the Wayne Coy Show. Hey, what's Kiduski? It's our Tuski. And uh, we have an interview with a guy named Michael coming up, and that'll be followed by some conversation with a guy named Michael. And then we're going to wrap up the show with uh, maybe another mystery Michael. Could we indeed hit the Michael trifecta? I don't know, but we're certainly going to try. Uh, this guy you met about a week or so ago for the first time. We call him the working actor because that's what he does. I mean, uh, at least he tries to make a living doing doing just that. I think that's called being a thespian. Isn't that the uh, is that is that the exact? I think so. The title thespian, which is which is hard to say. Uh, Michael Goyanechi, who is uh, I think with us. All I see is red. I see a red background. I see uh, a red door and I want to paint it, Michael. Yeah, I can't. Right, I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go to the iPhone. I'm gonna go to the iPhone and see if I get a better connection there. I don't know right. why you can't see me here, bro. No, Sorry, all I live. see is red, just a big sea of red. Uh, but that's okay. So Michael is a uh, a working actor, and I'm just I don't know. I'm enthralled by the stories, you know, like all the auditions and the cold calls and the agent and negotiations and being in a union and all of that. It just fascinates the crap out of me. So uh, the fact that we can live vicariously through Michael, that's kind of a cool thing. Dude, I uh, I don't know where you went, um, but... Uh, I'm, um, yeah, I was there earlier today. What happened? No, I know. Well, you fell asleep. Hold. <laughs> I'll tell you what, why don't you leave? Oh, wait, there you uh, are. Oh, there I am. You, there I am. Yeah, did you put something you in front what? of your I had camera? I posted note right by the um ah. right by the uh, little dot there. Uh, the you're supposed to be camera. a professional. Goinechi, come on. I had the thing. No, I'm serious. It's like I was literally I, getting ready to just like reboot, you know, reintroduce you. It can't be a new hour on this show without some kind of crap going on. Technically, and this time, sir, it's, it's all your fault, fault. Not Wayne's fault. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I put this thing right next to the the camera so I could be centered, <laughs> and then it was covered. You covered anyway, the camera. Moving on. 
Yeah, no problem. So anyway, nice to have you here. Uh, the side hustle. You like my color code tonight? I do. Uh, I do. You're, you're matching the, the background. And for everybody on radio, right, none of that right. matters. So let me, let me ask you about this. The acting career. Is that if somebody were to pin you down, would you say, yes, that's my full-time job. That is what I do. And anything else is a side hustle. Or do you do something else and your acting career, uh, is the actual side hustle? I hope you don't say B because if you do the title working actor, <laughs> you got to make what, it work. What working actor is I am working every day to get some acting jobs yeah. and, and I'm working acting jobs on a regular basis. Now, does it pay all my bills? No, I need to supplement that as, um, I'm a, mo- I'm a mortgage broker. I, I thought you said I'm mimosa. I need to supplement that with a mimosa. <laughs> I'm a mortgage broker and I have a mobile notary service. Oh, okay. Um, as far as the mortgage jobs go, I do, um, I do real estate financing in California, Nevada, and 15 Western states. And, um, and you can do all of that part time, uh, right? I mean, that, that can easily be a side hustle. I work from home. Exactly. Hey, yeah. And then the acting when it comes in and I, and I can work it out. I can be on the set and, yeah. and handling text and conditions on my mortgage deals. So it works out great. And, you know, really, I'm full disclosure. I make more money in the mortgage business. But I can make good money in the acting business yeah. when. But you when, uh, sure as heck don't have stuff. more fun, right? The fun is in the acting. You love it. The fun is in the acting, exactly. <laughs> and I'll tell you one time, I also have a mobile notary service as well, which is kind of like uh on call thing. So I had a, a an audition for this mafia role, and um, it was unpaid. Web series deferred, which means you're not going to get paid. Unpaid, you're not getting so paid. Wait, I want to slow you down. Actor. Slow you down here because you throw out the jargon and you don't even think twice about the fact that we, the great unwashed, don't know what the hell you're talking about. So uh you unpaid we get. You didn't get any money. Or this job would pay you no money. What is deferred? deferred. What does that mean? Deferred means, um, okay, so if this project gets picked up, then you're going to get paid. Okay. And it's all part of the Screen Actors Guild contract. Screen Actors Deferred Contract. It's like, so say I have a great idea for a show and I want to do it and I'm trying to get it going somewhere. Okay. But I can't afford, I don't have the sponsors to pay for it. So they, you know, well, that's pretty evident by the fact that your lights keep going up and down. So I'm pretty much of the mind that you're like, yeah, you're cycling like a bicycle just to keep the lights on right now, aren't you? Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Well, no, no, I'm not that bad. See, look, there they I come. They're bright again. That's great. No, no, I no. Love it. Oh, oh, what's going Is my lights? Yeah, they're the kind lights? of dimming the and then they come on, then they go off and they come on. I thought you were doing it on purpose. No, I thought it was a light show. I'm not seeing that at all. I'm not seeing it at all. Let me turn this on. Is this better? No, well, I don't know. Is that better? Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, continue with your That's story. better? That's the most important right. thing. And then when I'm not acting, I got my shoe shine job. <laughs> With your shine box. Yeah. I got yeah, it. My shine box. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, so to make a short oh, story you're longer. you're killing me, man. Yeah, go ahead. You're killing me, Spoth. Go ahead. So yeah, deferred means you, you'll get money, but later. 
Right, right, right. So this was a deferred web series, but it ended up being on Amazon and Tubi. That's the Sangre Negra show that we talked about last time. Sangre Negra. Eric Estrada, Eric Roberts. And that show got, you know, we had so much promotion. We had uh, red carpets like, uh, you know, two or three times a month. And it was so fun. Sweet. I like the acting life, you know, off the screen just as much as I do on the screen. Yep. You know, cause you know me, I'm very social. I like to go out there and hang out. Sure. Um, with the, uh, with the people, you know, you can say ladies. It's okay with the people. All right. The ladies. The ladies. Yeah. yeah. All right. And you I'm have a, married, you, you have so a, you I have can, a place. Say that. Yeah. You have a place you like to go to. What's the name of it again? Smokehouse. The Smokehouse and Casa Vega. Right. They so what's this, um, at both those places. this new project that you've got, uh, Julian Grant. Oh, with Julian Grant. He's English. Yes, English. Um, well, he speaks English, and so do I, but he's British. Right. And his name is Julian Grant, and a great director. He, I, I worked with him before, and um, he just has a way of shooting things that's, you know, excellent. So anyway, to make a short story longer, he is... Uh, he, asked me to be in a project of his that he's gonna it's like breaking bad meets pulp fictions with Ooh, a I like splash that. of sopranos in there yeah. i like all of that and, that's great mm-hmm. and uh i have a makeout scene with a beautiful woman coming up have you and, ever done that uh, before I, you know, in your I, I may or may not wax somebody yeah i oh i thought you said wax like brazilian okay you're talking <laughs> different okay i may or may not wax you somebody. you 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 got a gift you got a gift wax there. on wax off okay all right well michael go way, get him i wanted to talk about your earlier guest uh caparulo yeah john caparulo yeah Caparulo. he that dude is the salt of the earth isn't he though you know he was so sincere and everything i've never seen his act you know but i i will i want to now because he just seems like such a nice guy. He is. He is. And I got to go because we got one Michael down. We got to get at least one more. I'm shooting for three. Is that right? Right. We've never done that before. Show of many Michaels. So uh, you keep uh, you keep pedaling, and we're going to check in with you probably. Right, we, we, we were going to talk about the uh, the sta- my stand-up. You know, it even happens on the, on the big shows where we just run out of time. So uh, this is not a big show. But will you, will you come back and you can tell that story next week? I will. You know he will. Uh, and no more Michaels, obviously. That was a uh, an encore presentation from last week. Uh, Mike Goyanechi. We had a whole conversation off air about can we actually bill him? Because I gave him the nickname The Working Actor. I wanted a name for the segment. And, you know, he's very serious. <laughs> he's like, well, technically, you know, I just don't know that it's right to use it. So we're just going to call him... Mike the actor, and we'll just leave it at that. That way it doesn't matter how much he's working or not working, but I just love the guy. He's so, so honest. And that's missing. You know what else is missing? A few goals for the Golden Knights. Hate to break it to you. Uh, 9-14 left in period three, and uh, Winnipeg leading 3-1. to 3-1 uh, to one right now. T-Mobile. Golden Knights. Still time, right? Stranger things have happened. They could turn it around. But I just was hoping that maybe the score would be the other way around. That's all. Okay, we're going to wrap this thing up here in just a minute. Something new in Las Vegas. 
that we get before anybody else. We'll talk about that coming up. Hi there, this is Kirby Scofield with Scofield Realty here in Las Vegas. Real estate is always changing. Be it a buyer's market, a seller's market. At Scofield Realty, it's your market. Buying or selling, we have the team and the tools to work the market so it works for you. We are excited that we're on the Wayne Coy Show. Our results blessed us with the Zillow Flex Partnership roughly about two years ago due to our consistent conversion and customer service scores. With conversion, that means we can close. And with our customer service scores, you know you're going to get the best service possible. We're always looking for agents led by mentorship, resources, and experience. We are your guide. Find us. Kirby4U.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Kirby4U.com or call 702-766-9538. Again, 702-766-9538. The Farmer's Burger from Farmer Boys. Beef, bacon, cheese, hand-smashed avocado, and fresh veggies. Best burger champ. That's how we drop the mic. Farmer Boys, farm food ain't fast food. Farmer Boys' new always crispy fries stay crispier and tastier all the way home. If they make it home, sharing is caring. Farmer Boys, farm food ain't fast food. Hi, I'm Sheldon, the owner of Solid Motor Cars. I've spent over 30 years in the retail car business. It is all about the vehicles, but more than that, it's about the people. And my team and I are proud to bring to you what we believe is the finest experience in buying a pre-owned car. With great credit, we can get super low interest rates. But if you've had some challenges, we're experts in that field, and we can get almost anybody approved. Come down to Solid Motor Cars and take a look at our vehicles. They come with a six-month, 6,000-mile warranty. So when you get a vehicle from Solid Motor Cars, you can feel confident that that vehicle is a quality, properly reconditioned vehicle that will serve you and your family for years to come. So for all your automotive needs, whether it's a new car, truck, or SUV, or if it's repairs, service, and maintenance, solid wheels, solid deals, solid people. Coming down to meet the crew, my name's Sheldon. I'm the owner here. I'd love to help you any way that I can. 3024 East Fremont Street, 702-820-1444. Jumpers Jungle Family Fun Center is an indoor children's jump and party space in Las Vegas located at 2050 South Rainbow Boulevard. Kids of all ages can come and jump on our bouncers, race through the obstacle courses, speed down the mega slides, slam dunk into the basketball hoops, and much more. Are you looking for that perfect birthday party venue? Look no further. Jumpers Jungle has a party package that will fit your needs. Check out the open play schedule online at jumpersjungle.com or call 702-463-JUMP. It's time to jump your way to fun at Jumpers Jungle on the corner of Oki and Rainbow. Hey, listen to this. Share Life Vacations has a special treat for you. It's a free three-day, two-night getaway to either magical Orlando or exciting Las Vegas. It's your choice. Absolutely no strings attached. Share Life will also include a second vacation to your choice of over 30 additional popular resort destinations. Now, we can't give everyone a fantastic prize package like this, so to make it fair, we're going to ask you a trivia question. You get it right, you'll win it all. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. This movie is about a British Secret Service agent who is frozen in time in the 1960s. Was that movie Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery? Press 1. 
Diamonds are forever. Press 2. Lethal weapon. Press 3. Got it? Well, then call 855-301-8586. 855-301-8586. That's 855-301-8586. Live from Las Vegas, this is The Wayne Coy Show. Oh, the notes. The notes are killing me. Actor Mike needs to be on the show every day. Sincerely, Actor Mike's mom. No, I don't know who sent that in, but uh, I would agree with you. I, I can't get enough of him. He's a lot of fun. Well, welcome back to just the uh, the end notes here. We want to uh, thank our guest today, of course, Kirby Schofield from Schofield Realty, who's here uh, for the first hour. And then the second hour, most of this hour, has been uh, just full of Chris Collins, who we love because we're kindred spirits. Uh, he likes the A's and the Raiders just like I do, Warriors too. Uh, but he chimed in on that sport that I don't quite understand, which is hockey, and uh, gave me some tips. So I feel like if I go to a Golden Knights game, I'm going to be able to, you know, kind of like hold my own now, at least more than I would have before I talked to him. He's predicting that the uh, the Knights go far in the playoffs. Of course, tonight they're off to a rough start. 3-1 right now, trailing to the Winnipeg Jets. Okay, so I told you we got something new that um, nobody else has. And that, that's not quite true. We have it. Los Angeles has it. Seattle has it. Uh, and I think Phoenix. Maybe Denver? Okay. West Coast cities only for McDonald's. And uh, they're doing it again. They're changing their burgers. Big Macs and other burgers are going to get softer buns. Well, don't we all? Don't we all wish? It's something to shoot for. Okay. Meltier cheese, tastier onions, and uh, the Big Macs are getting a little bit more Big Mac sauce. I've always felt that they're a little light on the sauce. All right. So the changes are coming out to locations. And yeah, Vegas is one of the first. The, uh, the sauce. Uh, more of it. That's kind of the key because a lot of people felt like they weren't getting enough and they wanted it to be more like a kind of like a messy pub burger. So they're throwing more of the sauce on, which I think is a good thing. So that's one of the big changes. Then the other one, the one that really got my attention was the uh, the softer buns. Yeah, they're changing. And here's how McDonald's describes them. You ready? Remember, we're talking about a hamburger bun here. Okay. This is the description. Pillowy buns that are freshly toasted to a golden brown. You want one right now, don't you? Hey, Vegas, we get it before anybody else. Get out to McDonald's. 